Blog Talk Radio. What's going on? This is the man of the hour, Leo Rush, the 24-year-old piece of gold himself, and you are officially listening to Russell Cast Radio. Here we go. WrestleCast episode 141. We're hitting the Purell and we want to thank y'all for coming in and we want to thank y'all for actually listening to our non Purell slash um, American just destruction of pro wrestling that we did on Monday. We were trying <laughs> to be as slight as we could, but we, we just kind of let it happen. And you guys actually gave us some really good listens. So maybe, maybe Alex being just Flat out honest about how bad that shit sucked. Did us a favor. What's going on, bro? I I, I feel good. Uh, <laughs> shout out to um to to 
the Nationals. Um, shout out to oh, uh, damn, man. <laughs> shout out to Ben <laughs> King and, and shout out to you, your lip to, quivered. Your lip just quivered because you knew that was a a a a, a just shot to take that you just you just had to take that shot. I mean, Steven Strasburg. Like night though. Who's tranquilo now, dickhead? <laughs> I mean, it's nice. It's it's you know kind of full circle for him. You know, the game's in his hands. He gives up the three runs, but still, it was nice to see, you know, he kind of took control six innings and whatnot, but uh, holy smokes, baseball's crazy, but the Yankees, unfortunately, will win it all. That's I have no idea how you want me to continue for the next one to two hours after that was the first <laughs> words that came out of your mouth to start the show tonight. <laughs> oh, my God. What, what is, what's Tokyo Trap Hip? This is something A hundred... A hundred and six wins. We're playing Tokyo Trip Trap I Hip. Oh man. This is this is an old pop culturist clip. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what those I I am I am completely confused, um, slightly upset and trying to figure out a way to uh what, what's Polk of Zorro? To the double R-O, he's a dude in a mask in the barrio With his horse and his mask and his big old sword So cut your butt from a 52 Ford <laughs> One of my favorite things ever It's from it's a great Simpsons clip I, I have no idea after you literally opened up throwing a shot at me 10 seconds into the show and I'm, supposed <laughs> to, I'm supposed to be your guy I'm supposed to be your co-host I'm supposed to be your friend it's because you you root for the other blue, Mr. Oh, I love the Cubs. Cubs runs in my there's, family. There's, there's, pardon my English, but to the left of me, uh, there is a 2016 Chicago Cubs World Series champion banner hanging Everybody on Everybody has that. Come on. Hanging on my People out here have wall. that. It's, it's <laughs> right there. Oh, you son of a bitch. If you go to my office at work, there is like one of these little like creepy like autistic worm looking beanie baby things. That is the Chicago Cubs one that I have sitting on my desk. I don't have a Dodgers one. I have a Cubs one sitting on my desk. And you, sir, okay. had to come in here and patronize me with such horse cock <laughs> bullshit that I have no idea how to even recoup from this. And I'm tight as fuck at what I do. I would say, just think about how Ben K probably, I would say, had his best match <laughs> as champion so far. I am on the bandwagon, Roman Reigns-esque style and persona uh, or, or not, but uh, I, I would say just relish on that, good sir. Yeah, uh, Ben K took on Masaki Mochizuki at the 2019 uh, Dragon Gate Gate of Victory. Uh, this was night five. They ran it at Cork and Hall. Hell of a good show, too. I look yes. at my ratings, and my ratings are not going to reflect how well this show actually really went. Because I have a few two-and-a-halves on this show, but I promise you, this was worth your watch from start to finish. Even if you didn't watch the KZ 
six-man tag that some other people didn't watch that decided to just chastate and ridicule me as a Dodgers fan for getting fucked in the ass by the by the goddamn Nationals and, and Howie Kendrick's punk ass to the 10th inning. But that is beside the point, goddammit. We are here to talk wrestling, and as Alex mentioned, Ben K looked like... Hey, we all can body. agree we hate the Cardinals. That's the most yeah. important thing. Yeah, let's go Nationals. <laughs> let's go Nationals. I'm all there. Let's let's go Nationals. F the Cardinals. I will send to myself now. And how great would that be for Bryce Harper to leave and the Nationals win? I think a little bit of me, I'm like, yeah, I'd be fine with that. Max yeah. Scherzer, you know, why not? Get that guy more cigars, more booze, and he just, you know, he's crazy. He's an anomaly. It'll be interesting yeah. where he stands like 10 to 15 years in the annals of Major League Baseball in this era of pitching. Um, I mean, obviously, though, you know, no no offense, but I mean, Kershaw's obviously up there, a hell of a regular season pitcher, one of the best ever. Um, but Scherzer, just for his just inconsistent consistency, if that makes sense, you know, with his major, you know, with his career, uh, he could be so dominant or he could be off the rails, but when he's on, holy shit. Brain buster. Ouch. <laughs> Brain buster. <laughs> so no, Kenta, I'm, I'm huh? with you. It was, yeah, I mean, uh, it was interesting. But uh, no, but, I mean, we, we can go right into it too here. Oh. This show just happened on the 8th of October. This was a fantastic show. Corken Hall, 1,600-plus fans. Dragon yes. Gate, Gate of Victory, Night 5. We saw nine matches. And I'm going to tell you what, Alex, these matches rocked. We saw yep. angles. The angles were all fantastic. And it just it, it makes me sit back and look and go, how the hell can the number one wrestling company in the world not produce a quality storyline, yet Dragon Gate's giving us three in one show? And storylines that we don't, that we really have to decipher through body yeah, language no and the crowd the reaction. <laughs> I, I was like, you're 100 percent right. They're kind I was, of promo well, I was listening to a podcast. Yep. No, I was listening to a podcast while watching, you know, the the events, and you know, all of a sudden, when I would see like certain things, I'm like, wait, I gotta pause this. I gotta turn this up. What's going on? <laughs> And they were like, oh, gosh, you know, I'm leaning into towards my television thinking maybe I'll understand it if, you know, I get a little bit closer. But, uh, yeah, again, you know, with us not being in the know of what's going on, again, we have to try to figure it out to be sleuths. And, you know, hopefully you have your uh, your, your, your hat on, your Carmen Sandiego hat on and uh, teach me some some awesome, oh, awesome Dragon storylines. I was in Tokyo at Cork and Hall is where I was um, with, with that hat on. But and, and that's oh. the beauty of it is like like I'm watching these promos and I'm like leaning into my computer going yeah yeah and I don't know what the hell they're saying but I mm-hmm. know what they're saying like if that makes yeah. sense like I don't know what they're actually saying but I know what's going on and and I just I mean I marked out they they moved so much storyline wise with these characters and did a fantastic yes. job with that. They gave us something that now we're going to get to relish going forward. I, I am stupid excited. We, uh, on November 4th, here's, here's what's going to happen coming up in a few weeks. We got to figure out how to get Noah because November 2nd is the Noah voyage show with Kaido Kiyomiya and Kano 
also has the Takashi Sugera versus Michael Elgin. Um, yep. And there's another awesome GHC tag title match where Axis, uh, Go Shiozaki, and Katsuhiko Nakajima are defending their titles. And then a GHC junior heavyweight title defense between Rattel members, Yohei versus Hayata. So, so Rattels are going to face off. And you know Ooh. I love me some Rattels. So we also got a Daisuke Harada and Tadasuke match earlier in the show. So Are so they no facing off hard. just because or is storyline related? Yeah, storyline. I think Hayata won a match leading to the to the title defense against Yohei, um, where Yohei uh, has left the group. I believe it was Yohei left the group and then went back. So they reformed Rattels. And, and that's I, a tight I, name. <coughs> that's one of my favorite stables in all of wrestling. I've been putting them over yep. for the last two years. Noah's show on the second. That's true. That's true. Then on the I third, we yet. have I, that. Maybe I'll do some Rotelli uh, watching my, my next couple <laughs> days off. And then the next two days, we have the crazy DDT show that's got the Kinosuke Takashita Harashima match. Yep. Oh, yeah. Um, the, the, the party tour, which is like their third biggest show of the year. And then, and then November 4th, we have Dragon Gate Gate of Destiny, which is going to give us a, a, a insane title match, which we will get to when we preview the show. Um, but also leading up to it, we have another awesome match with, with a couple other guys. Like, dude, the first week of November, three straight days, Noah, Dragon Gate, DDT are putting out their biggest shows to date of the year. Um, I cannot wait to watch all of that and talk about all of it because – those, I mean, these shows are gonna be fantastic. Obviously, DDT and Dragon Gate, we have no problem because we have the subscription mm-hmm. service. So we just got to figure out how to watch Noah because I'm telling you, my guy Kano, the Iron Fist, will beat Kaito. Kaito give me a win back the Global Hunter Crown Heavyweight Championship. But Ooh. we are talking Dragon Gate to open tonight, Gate of Victory 2019. We started versus with Jimmy taking on Oji Shiba. Oji Shiba is a guy who debuted in December of 2017. I texted you and said, bro, I have never seen this young boy before. He freaking rules. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jimmy beats him with a camel clutch to get the victory. After the match, uh, uh, Oji Shiba begins a post-fight attack on Jimmy to try to show he can still go as Jimmy punks him out. I went three and a quarter. I love watching these young boys coming in here who have not had exposure and just get a stage and show what they can do. Um, Alex, you said you watched the whole show. Did you watch this pre-match here? Oh, I did. I remember uh, when you texted me the night before and you were like, hey, OG Shiba. And that text message you referred to, Ryan, I have it started. So I look at every day to remember the name of OG Shiba. And so I had to watch this match thinking, OG Shiba, I I can't wait to see him square off against Jimmy with his crazy white shorts and his random that just says Jimmy on the side. It's like a California lettering. But guess what, guys? This wasn't about OG Shiba. This was about Jimmy. Jimmy was the boss. Yeah, Shiba has some good kicks, but man, the strike game, the good back and forth with those guys, but Jimmy just felt great. But I will say, Ryan, what was cool about this match, both these guys felt hungry. It was a lot of a lot of fire intense but like you said jimmy hitting that springboard cutter for the two then he goes for a swans on super fast gets a two count then he gets the steiner recliner on him or i should say the jimmy recliner because he made 
OG Shiba <laughs> tap. This was a damn good opener. Uh, but no, man, I, I, I'm going to text you at 12.46 a.m. October 10th, 2019. Wow, it's going to be 2020 in a few months. Uh, that I'm, I'm going to say, no, watch out for Jimmy. Yeah, what are your thoughts on rocks. Jimmy? Oh, he, he is looking really good. Him and Martin Kirby are, I think, are two of the best things that this company has done. Uh, kudos to uh, Takashi Okamura president of Dragon Gate for just kind of letting Yoshino and these guys bring talent in and just just kind of make this work because they're mm-hmm. bringing in some really good guys OG Shiba, Jimmy, fantastic match, one of the better matches too I mean mm-hmm. this this was for what it was, this was when I walked away going I would not be mad if I watched this match again like this is really fun and as you mentioned Jimmy looks fantastic on his, on his run in Dragon Gate right now I hope he keeps it going. Um, Agreed. It, I mean, this, it, it was, it was good, a really man. good good opener. It was like, you know, watching Cody versus Sammy Guevara. You're just like, wow, this is going to be a good start to a good show. Yeah, and Shiva had all those counters at the beginning in their little chain spot, too. I'm like, okay, dude, this guy's mm-hmm. showing out, and Jimmy's letting him do it. And not only is he letting him do it, but he's following him. And they're working a really good program. So kudos to both guys. They, uh, they did a fantastic job as the quote-unquote dark man, and they really yeah. lit it up. Uh, opening so match is on. there is a question, yep. uh, referring back to Jimmy. Now, is he a part of, of the team of the Jimmys? Or he is he is just not, another Jimmy? He is just another Jimmy. Uh, the Jimmys actually were uh, disbanded, I think, in 2017. He had no affiliation whatsoever. No, I believe this guy just started like a, a, a tour slash excursion of Dragon okay. Gate. I want to say in like May. Like he's really new. Like really, really new with the company. He must be like Takashito over from uh, DDT and must have started at like seven years old. <laughs> but he should. I mean, he oh, deserves the, the, the we are Jimmy's. We are Jimmy's. <laughs> as long as it's a gimmick and I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> Speaking of the Jimmys, some of the older members we saw Natural Vibes, Genki Horiguchi and Punch Tomonaga tagging with Dragon Daya, Kanichiro Arai, and Mundai Ryu, Problem Dragon, whatever you call them, uh, defeat the Tribe Vanguard members, BB Hulk, Kakator, and Kai, along with Hiroshi Yamato, the karaoke master himself, lounge singer with mm-hmm. his own title, and yeah. Martin Kirby. Uh, I went, I went two. I was gonna go two and a half on this, but I bumped to two and three quarters for the simple fact that Genki, with the backslide from heaven, pins of all people, and I put in parentheses, "Wow, Genki pins BB Hulk." Yeah. I never in a million years thought BB Hulk would have been the guy to take the pin for that other half of the ring. I thought obviously Mark. The Kirby, shock on his face was awesome. At the end oh of the match, the shot on everyone's to... face was awesome. He runs over and tries to repin Genki like it really didn't happen, and the rest yep, like, no, yep. bro, it's over. And he's like, what? <laughs> no, no, no. Like, I didn't lose. And, and this was good, too. Punch Tomonaga had, had a nice little spot at the beginning. BB Hulk mm-hmm. looked really good at the beginning with his kicks. Yes. Um, yes. Made me think BB Hulk is getting back to where we used to think he was. Maybe we get a BB Hulk Ben K match somewhere before the year's over. I'm just saying that'd be freaking awesome. Ooh, that'd be nice. 
No, he looked great, uh, you know, stomp and punch early uh, early on in the match, like you said. But, uh, you know, he, he, he disappeared for, for a bit until that final sequence. But, uh, yeah, he just looked, you know, like healthier. Yeah. he. It, I mean, he was throwing the kicks. I mean, everything looked yep. natural and fluid. So, kudos, VB Hulk. I hope everything's good. This was a fun match. Kai's coming out with his own uh, Cork and Hall poster, like advertising to fans that he's booked on more shows. I thought that was kind of funny. Um, Hiroshi Yamato still has his own title that has like mountains, like a Bob Ross painting. I have no idea what the hell it is. Uh, Martin Kirby is, is a fun <laughs> little piece on there. But yeah, I mean, this, this match rocked. Um, like I said, I was going to go two and a half right down the middle, perfectly acceptable wrestling. But the fact that we got a backslide from heaven and BB Hall sent the pin bumped it up two and three quarters. So. Really like it. Uh, two uh, and Martin a half. Kirby, I totally mm-hmm. forgot was in this match. I kept seeing his name. I was like, I don't see him anywhere. And the one time I do remember seeing him in the match, he totally like went to look for someone to grapple during, you know, kind of like a <laughs> run-in. And he was just like, eh, whatever. Like he looks, he pauses, and he like forgets, and he just turns around. And I was like, oh, there's Kirby. And that was the last of, of what I saw of him. He didn't <laughs> do the, the dick spots. He didn't do the wheelbarrow like dick maneuver. <laughs> he said dick maneuver. That's one of the best things I've ever heard. Uh, we did not <laughs> see Martin Kirby do the dick maneuver. <laughs> you know what I mean. The, the, oh, the, yeah. the spot oh, that makes good. him famous. Uh, but uh, Kajitora, he looked a awesome in that last you know a uh, couple of seconds there um before of course bb hulk getting pinned there but him and genki um just murdering genki and then he just does it like that uh that running death valley driver and just like kills him but again he kicks kicks out genki took a hell of a beating but uh yeah shocking off bb hulk with the win or bb hulk with the l genki with the win speaking of bb hulk what is the cooler name, BB Hulk, or his real name, Terumasa Ishihara? Damn, that sounds like a delicious dessert. But uh, <laughs> BB Hulk, Ishihara. just because it's BBX Hulk in all caps, so it's pretty. Awesome. <laughs> Agreed. Which I don't even know what it means. I was so confused, like reading the dirt sheets back in like 2006 about Dragon Gate and this BB Hulk. I always thought it was like a Hulk impersonator. Indies in like <laughs> Fort Wayne, Indiana, but no, it was a Japanese guy from Dragon Gate. Why? Well, I even remember we went to uh, the Dragon Gate show, and you're like, "All right, I'm finally seeing this guy BXB Hulk," and I was like, "Are you yeah. talking about BB Hulk?" And you're like, "Yeah, yeah, BXB Hulk," and I was like, "Oh no, it's, it's just BB." And then you're like, "Okay, I bet he's, I bet he's this big guy," and then he came out and you're like, "That's him dancing." And then halfway yeah. through the match with Quackenbush and Tozawa, you're like, holy shit, this guy rules. <laughs> and like, it was one of those things. And, then, and Ritter was like, yep, look at this man's kick. You know, Dave's like going Chris Farley on that guardrail at this point. Because <laughs> Hulk is just, and this was like prime BB Hulk too, which we don't have now, I mean, yeah. 10 years ago. But no, man, BB Hulk, dude. I and, and that's why I think I put this over so much is I was not expecting him to clean lose on a backslide from having to Genki. But uh, I mean, don't it. you think he's in that asp- or that time in his career where he's like, okay, I have to quote unquote give back? Yeah, 
and, and that's fair. And and, and you're right. I, I should, should probably look at it that, that way. To another veteran per se. I mean, to Genki, but still, you know, he's just like, hey, we're having fun here. You know, yeah, I, let, let's yeah. just go out there. Um, next match, uh, Yosuke Satomura did not have fun. Yeah. He saw the team of Don Fuji and Gamma defeat Yamato and Yosuke Santamaria. Or, excuse me, they lose as Yosuke Santamaria gets a victory roll for the victory. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, Super Strong Machine J is not here, which is why, uh, ironically, Don Fuji and Gamma, hint, hint, wink, wink, uh, with the Strong Machine F and G, uh, uh, haven't been, have been absent of these shows, but um, look, Yosuke Satsuburi was was doing uh, was doing the normal shtick, and Fuji and Gam were like, "Hold my beer," and beat Yosuke Satsuburi's ass. Fuji was not having any of Yusuke uh, Maria <laughs> at all. He was beating the living hell. But but kudos to uh, Santa Maria. I mean the the drop kicks, the comebacks. Yep. We're pretty damn awesome, but again, Fuji would just lay Maria out with just a, a giant lariat, you know, and and you know just shakes off the drop kick, you know, by by Maria off the apron. Just he moves just like two centimeters to the left, like whatever, you know. It was just insane. But how about uh, Gamma doing the the HBK butt spots when Yamato pulls the trunks down? Um, yeah, and then you know Maria kisses Yamata. Fuji hates it, disrupts that, choke slams Maria down there, and then Gana comes in, almost collides with Fuji. Then you know Maria does like that ZSJ bridge pin for the win, which was just insane. But my God, kudos to Gamma for keeping up the, again <laughs> that HBK butt spot. Yeah. Don Fuji and Gamma, they, they played along with enough humor to make it a fun. Like I went two and a half on it once again because it was what it was, and I'm not I'm not mad whatsoever. I rated it that way because it Three gave me just making it, you know, a, a perfectly simple wrestling match. But those two guys, like when the time came, they're like, All right, we're gonna beat your ass now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they were just I mean, Don Fuji and Yamato's chop war turning into oh. slaps in the beginning was awesome. Uh, this puts over too. Once again, you know, I hope Strong Machine J isn't hurt for too long with that elbow injury, because I am really getting into the Strong Machines, even though the crowd's not as behind him as much, because Don Fuji and Gamma are doing a hell of a job. Um, in They're amazing, and you blew my mind now. You know, realizing you know when you said it earlier that they're. Strong machine, uh, which because now I'm going to you know appreciate their matches and watch them a little more because I really loved the team of Don Fuji and Gamma. I was like, these wily veterans, these you know, strong style dudes just beat the crap out of their opponents, not giving an F. And you know, knowing again now they're a part of you know, strong, you know, uh, super strong machine over in uh, DDT, where you which awesome by the way um it's it, it's gonna make me appreciate them uh, a lot more well i am also for the record not saying that don fuji is strong machine f and gamma is strong machine g it may be a coincidence so i'm just just trying uh, to say fabe f does strong machine f definitely doesn't stand for fuji and strong machine g definitely doesn't stand <laughs> for gamma but you know, you guys can use your own imagination on that. Uh, fourth match of the night, um, another another 
perfectly scheduled wrestling match. Uh, we see the team of Kazuma Sakamoto and Takashi Yoshida from Real Extreme Diffusion defeat the Mochizuki Dojo kids, Kota Minora and Yuki Oshioka. Uh Takashi Yoshida hits a huge power bomb on Kota Minora to get the victory. There was a spot during this match where Yuki Oshioka was getting lit up by throat punches from Takashi Yoshida. Uh, Cybercon was, was annihilating him. He didn't bump from any of them and just sit there confused. No. And then Sakamoto and Yoshida both hit jumping, lunging um, enziguris that put him to sleep. Uh, Minora came in to try to even the odds, and he just ate shit for his troubles by Cyber Kong. And a real extreme diffusion gets a fantastic win. Fun little match. Not too long, but it worked really well. Um, any thoughts on this tag match, Alex? Cyber Kong is amazing. That look <laughs> um, before he he murdered him, uh, Minora with the power bomb. Uh, you know his eyes. He was, I was like, I got scared watching. I was like, holy crap! I was like, I I, I never want to see that look in person there. But uh, <laughs> no, it, it was a good squash to enforce the strength of Red as a stable. For a tough couple of months, you know, their their you know their former leader loses the championship, disappears from the company, trying to figure out you know Red you know as a whole of course Ata you know kind of taking the pseudo role even though I think Cyberpunk you know Yoshida should be you know assuming that responsibility but you know again just just to kind of show the strength of Red I I, I thought the match served its purpose. Yep, agreed. I'm with you on that. That's that's a great way to look at it. Um, we then get where the 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 money end of the event starts rolling. Everything over here. I mean, I went three. Like, so we had five matches left here. We had five, six, mm-hmm. seven, eight, nine. I went three and a half, three and three quarters, four, four and a quarter, four and a half. So I literally bumped every match from here on out up a quarter as we went. Uh, Hio Watsunabe, Kaisuke Okuda, the two Mochizuki Dojo kids. Obviously, Kaisuke Okuda, we've both known from DDT days. Uh, along yep. in there with Kaito Ishida from Tri-Vanguard, I believe. Uh, I believe it's Tri-Vanguard. Yep. Uh, nice three-way. Ends in a no contest as Yo Watanabe just starts annihilating people with a chair. Beats up Florida Jackson. The ref. Um, I don't know what his I just know him as Florida Jackson from the Jackson Brothers. Um, but, yes, that's the referee. Uh, annihilates everyone, cuts the <laughs> promo, starts yelling at Kaisuke Akuda that it's his fault that things aren't going the way it should with Mochizuki Dojo. He's sick of playing second fiddle to him, and yep. he's got enough friends that want to play ball with him, and he's going to go with those friends. As we hear the theme music from Real Extreme Diffusion as Hio Watanabe joins R.E.D., and I could not have popped any harder, Alex. It was such a uh, yeah. I I agree. I was more stunned. Where I was just like, whoa, you know, I I was not expecting that, but I was like, that makes perfect sense. <laughs> you know, I was like, he he was <laughs> such a dick during the match, before the match, after the match, where where it just kind of made sense. Hell, for a while, I dubbed this the same guy match, uh, because for a while, you know, I was just like, oh, they're they're 
same maneuvers, you know, kind of same style. Obviously, Okuda, more MMA, you know, type of, uh, you know, ground and pound there. Uh, but, you know, Ishida and Watanabe, you know, were, were, were definitely the highlights of this match. Yeah, Okuda loves him, the sleeper hold. My God, the, the, the finishing sequence with Ishida was amazing as, as there were so many different counters, so many variations of Okuda, you know, applying that sleeper hold was was pretty damn cool. Hell, even Ashita did a Sega Genesis uh, Royal Rumble Shawn Michaels back a body drop to get Akuda out. <laughs> Hell, some people in all Japan use that as a finisher, but this guy it, it didn't stop Akuda since he you know again applied that that uh, that sleeper hold there. But uh, for me though, Ryan, I would say a big uh, eye opener for me was uh, Kaito Ishida. He yeah. was. Awesome in this match, and again, him and whatnot. You know, when when Akuda was kind of ducking low, uh, you know, they they had some awesome spots. They they had some good uh, showdowns and or staredowns, really. Uh, but this was, uh, you know, a, to set up the big shot. Uh, you know, him joining Red, a really awesome, awesome addition, um, especially after losing Pac. Uh, but or or as AEW calls them, Pack. Uh, but uh, I, I will say, you know, kind of what we see uh, a few matches down the line here. I, I, I think this is definitely a huge improvement, um, you know, especially for, for who, who, who they would lose. Yeah, this, this was awesome. They did a fantastic job booking this. And if they're trying to make Yo Watanabe a big deal, man, oh, man, they hit the nail right on the head, putting it with R.E.D. Fantastic move. Kudos once again to the the Dragon Gate contingency because this was a tremendous play putting him in there. Oh yeah. So the uh, gentleman who came out uh, to kind of talk to Watanabe after he tur- uh, you know joined forces with Red, uh, you know after taking the the uh, team photo, which I always laugh at, uh, was that gentleman kind of the leader of the Mokazuki Dojo, the older gent, or who was that guy? Yeah. That was Masaki Mochizuki, who actually wrestled the main event. That was uh, that was so that the was man it. himself. Yeah, that was. Mochizuki I couldn't with tell the black because shirt of on. the shirt. Yeah, I couldn't yeah. tell because yeah. of the shirt. Okay, so that yeah, was that was him. Mochizuki coming out and because he was I like, was like, oh, my ass. I was like, it's his dojo. The guys at the main event. Is it the same guy? Okay, so I just wanted to make sure. I didn't want to be, yeah. you know, deemed. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, that was him coming out going, y'all can eat my ass. Screw you, Hio Watanabe, you prick piece of shit. Um, <laughs> you're done. <laughs> it was awesome. Um, Perfect. God, it was a, it was a good it was a good lang- a good angle, man. I was thoroughly excited. Speaking of angles, um, uh, I just got the pre-sale code for uh, TLC. Mini TLC, M I N N Y TLC. They're yeah. selling tickets, Ryan, for five hundred freaking dollars. Really? Are you kidding me? And all you get is a chair. I I I would assume you would get a VIP meet and greet with someone other than No Way Jose for five hundred freaking dollars. <laughs> and the seventy dollar uh, chair or seats I was looking at, I wanted on the, uh, the camera side, but it keeps going on the non-camera side. That's really pissing me off. Yeah, I... Um, so I'm only going to go to TLC if somebody wants to pay for me to go get my insight of the uh, product. 
I, I don't think I'm going to pay well, to go you, watch uh, that again. Well, if you do that SmackDown uh, press thing on Friday in Vegas. Hey, I do have the emails out to uh, Joe Vila, uh, um, Mark Vasquez, and Adam Hopkins. Um, all three of the media people I've been talking to. So there is a slight chance WrestleCast Radio will be at the press conference and SmackDown on Friday. And uh, possibly TLC. And, and Bound for Glory. Uh, the 20th. Yeah. Let's have a real, and Joe, I, I'm hoping Warrior Wrestling on December 3rd. <laughs> go in there. Go Warrior Wrestling. How yeah, nuts a good is that? Minoru Suzuki is going to be in Chicago Heights, Illinois. Oh You've yeah. been to Chicago Heights. And and once again, if anybody's going to Bound for Glory, there is a good chance you may see Alex and myself there. Um, yeah. We're working on it right now. I'm just waiting for the confirmation before we decide if we're going to do it. But uh, yeah, we uh, we got the email. The reply has been sent. So we may be uh, Bound for Glory bound. We may be bound for Bound for Glory, Alex. You mean we um, might be bound for glory? Yeah, that's a better way to do it than I did. Uh, speaking of, of uh, better ways to do it, Masato Yoshida <laughs> with a lightning spiral defeats Shun Skywalker. I went three and three quarters items all over this match. Shun Skywalker, oh. high impact offense, did a lot right awesome. off the bat. And then Yoshida yeah. was like, mm, hold my beer, and he put Skywalker down. Lightning spiral to get the victory. This match was a perfect example of a veteran versus a rookie or a a starter, if you want to call it that way, where once the momentum slowed down, Yoshino put him away. And it even even made more sense with what we saw after the main event on the same show. But, Mm -hmm. oh, this was really fun. What did you think, Alex? Uh, I, I would say too many hashtag dives uh, cost him, you know, kind of in the end there. But shooting Skywalker, he was just balls out early and often throughout, you know, uh, you know this this matchup here. I mean, he looks so amped, like he's he got off to such a crazy start, knocking you you know Yoshino off the apron early, then doing you know a running dive off the ropes into the crowd there where I swear he hit the ceiling of Karukin, uh because he got high AF, um, you know, uh, before he landed on Yushina there. Uh, you know, so many crazy guys throughout the match, but but like you said, just the, the veteran, you know, just dominated, you know, kind of at the end there, hits the finish, you know. Uh, and my question now is, Shun Skywalker hasn't been winning these matches as of late. I can't think of the last time I really seen him win a singles match. It seems like a while, Ryan. What does this do to the psyche for the young guy? Is this going to build a redemption angle for him, you know, kind of come 2020? I think he'll be okay. I think a lot of it, too, with Shin Skywalker is they're doing the um, here's a big singles match. Let's see how you're able to perform in the role. And, and he did think, great. Yeah, he even agreed. Out, which shocked me. He, again, the fire was there. It was a different style than KZ. This was the type of match I expected him to have with KZ a few shows back, to be honest with you. Where, yeah. you know, where that one was just more slow and, you know, kind of a, a slow burn, you know, until the, uh, the end there. But this one, I was just, like, stunned when, you know, Yoshina just picks up the, the quick win, and I'm like, wait, what? 
And I think that's part of it too, is I think they're just kind of giving um, should the Skywalker though, let's see what you got role. And as he continues to check all these boxes that he can hang as the main event guy, I think he will get a push going forward. He's perfect. I think, yeah, I think I'm it might take a couple year years, sure. but I think he will. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like next year, like he's the guy who I can see six months from now that beats Susumu Yokosuka for the Brave Gate. Like, if you want to finally mm. have Susumu lose, shouldn't Skywalker's your guy to do it? Yeah, you build up, you know, you could definitely build him back up and, and, and get the fans even more behind him. I mean, obviously, he still has that. Fan base, uh, but uh, yeah, it's interesting. I mean, he looked so sad after the match, and then when I was kind of fast forwarding uh, because intermission, I believe, was right after that. Is they mm-hmm. had uh, like a uh, you know a backstage Shun Skywalker kind of interview segment. So I was like, oh my gosh, what is he saying? You know what? You know what are they doing? Yeah, he did for? put that right. Yeah, that was that was interesting. I'll, I'll see if I can try to. I tried to find some of the translations. I couldn't find anything, but. Um, yeah, I, I, I forgot about that, that they showed him, and he was just distraught that he got whooped like that. Yeah. Uh, but you had mentioned the break. We come back three matches after the break here. Um, we see uh, Maxwell members, Dragon Kid, Jason Lee, and Naruki Doi. Naruki! Doi! Doi! Naruki! Doi! Naruki Doi was awesome in that last uh, sequence there, by the way. They defeat Natural Vibes members KZ, Susumi Yokosuka, and Brother Yashi. I went four flat. I really like this match. Naruki Doi pins Brother Yashi with a Maktari slide kick um, to get the victory. I love always watching Natural Vibes do their crazy dance stick, and Susumu's kind of like, yeah, I'm here. Here's my moves. And they all lock hands <laughs> do like the... Like the little uh, like B boy stance arm like gyration. Susumu's like, yeah, all right, cool, thank you. The whole time I was I was just saying that. By the way, I'm swinging my arms like I'm dancing. So like I'm glad nobody could see me just doing that. But this rocked. Um, Jason Lee. It still blows my mind that the WWE had him in the first or in the Cruiserweight Classic and didn't sign him or try to do anything with him. And now he's in Dragon Gate, one of the bigger members of Maximum. So it still just makes me laugh. Dragon Kid showing off his athleticism with a lot of the stuff in the match. Naruki Doi is Naruki Doi. But KZ, Susumi Yokosuka, yep. two guys that are going to be the future of pro wrestling, especially with Dragon Gate, did everything needed. And Brother Yashi, fantastic job. He took the pinfall, but it's not a big deal. And he knew it, and he did a great job making sure that Naruki Doi looked great with that Bakhtari slide kick. Alex Botts. Um. I was watching a while, you know, where we were doing the show just now and, and some, some pretty great spots, but Naruki Doi looked really amazing. Uh, I thought you summed it up really well. I cannot wait to go watch this match while I'm not trying to do 90 other uh, different things. But, uh, <laughs> but Doi, it was, it was definitely good to, uh, to kind of see, uh, you know, kind of get the win there. So, again, a, a shock for me. I thought Natural was going to have that uh, in the bag there. Agreed. I, I thought they were getting that W, but they didn't. Uh, speaking of W's, four and a quarter here on the summit, man, Alex. We yeah. have a team of Ultimo Dragon, Super Shiva, 
Ryo Saito and Kness defeat the, the Real Extreme Diffusion numbers. Big R, Shimizu, Eita, Yosushi Kanda, and Diamante. Ultimo gets a Lamah Stroll and Eita, who looks like a million bucks every time Eita's in the ring. Yes, uh, Yosushi Kanda yes. goes face, sides with Ultimo Dragon. We get a crazy post-match, which, uh, as I have <laughs> written down, uh, Torumont Stable is reformed with Ultimo Dragon, Kness, Ryo, C- Ryo Saito, uh, Super Shiza and Yasushi Kanda. Out comes Genki, Susumu, and Kanichiro Arai. Um, which, for people that don't know, uh, M2K, which is one of my favorite stables in the history of pro wrestling, they were an early Dragon Gate Toromon stable. Uh, M2K stood for Susumu Yokosuka, who went by his real name, Susumu Mochizuki. Uh, it was Susumu Mochizuki, Masaki Mochizuki. That was the M2 portion. And then Yasushi Kanda was the K to make M2K. Mm-hmm. So that kind of threw out some some uh, old school for me, which made me really happy. We see the <laughs> R.E.D. demons come out. I have no idea what's going on with what those. What was that? Yeah, that was a little <laughs> weird. Uh, Jackson, Florida, who are uh, the, the Florida brothers, it was Michael Michael and I can't really remember Jackson number, but they were like comedy wrestlers who he's now one of the biggest officials in the company. He cuts a promo about everything else. Um, they call for the Real Extreme Diffusion versus the Toromon feud. Uh, we see Eita, Takashi, Yoshida, Kazuma Sakamoto, Diamate, and Susu, uh, Big R Shimizu in the ring with Susumi Yokosuka, Kenichio Arai, Kiki Horiguchi, Yasushi Kanda, and Ultimo Dragon. Basically, the four main students from Ultimo Dragon's camp at Toromon, meaning we're going to get an R.E.D. versus Toromon TP2000 feud. I don't know if it's going to be more than a blow-off, but man, when Kanda started cutting the promo and I saw Genki and Susumi Yokosuka come out and hug him, I went, holy shit, they're going to do a Toromon angle here, which was like the proven grounds that Dragon Gate offspun off of when they left Ultimo Dragon. They're going all in, Alex, with this Ultimo thing, and I am so excited for a R.E.D. versus Toromon group. And the fact that we get Tsubu, um and, and Yasushi Kanda, two of the three members of M2K back together, two of the best <laughs> deals when they did it. And go back and watch Tsubu Yokosuka when he was in M2K. One of the guys we praised as one of the most underrated wrestlers in the world was one of the best heel wrestlers who was underrated in the world. So, guys, if you haven't seen M2K, Give yourself the pleasure and go watch Susumi Yokosuka back Ooh. 12, 13 years ago um, doing a heel shtick, which he was just as good as he is now. But this match rocked. I'm glad Ultimo got the victory. Ata is still the biggest scumbag, I think, next to Jay White in wrestling. But all in all, this was fantastic. Four and a quarter. Alex, what did you think of this contest? So in in the uh... – the 50-man tag match that they uh, set up uh, post-match, um, are those demon guys, the R.E.D. demons, going to be wrestling as well? I don't think so. I think I think it'll be Eita, Big R, uh, Yoshida, Sakamoto, and Diamante. I think it'll be a 10-man, and I'll take on Kenichi Arai, Susumi Yokosuka, Genki, Yasushi Kan, and Ultimo Dragon. Is what I think Jeez, that's a murderous row right there. Toruman. And I bet that's uh, going to happen at Gate of Destiny, too which will take place on November 4th. And I understood maybe 10% of what you all just said after you brilliantly <laughs> broke down that post-match um, and the storyline, which I'm excited, B2K and, 
Eminem and you know and, and, and all that fun <laughs> stuff. But no, it, it it seems very interesting. You know, like like these guys, these stables are coming back in order to take down Red. Like that's pretty damn cool when you think of it. You know, they are building them to be the top faction as they're taking down and and they're bringing you know kind of the the past here. What's happening in the audience here? Anyways, um, and I think it's 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 brilliant storylines. You know, they're they're doing something that will you know progress and, and will help. Um, as long as the Red Demons don't make another comeback, that was just so random. Yeah, that yeah was I was weird. so confused why why Natural Vibes uh, came out, but now it all makes sense. You know why Genki uh, came, but Ada, uh, Ada, but but let's not forget Big R. I mean, that guy is just a powerhouse. He, you know, kind of in it majority of the match there. Um, and and you know, Ada, I loved how him and Ultimo Dragon were there. And, you know, and, and they were about to lock up and, and he would, like, tag out. You know, he, mm-hmm. he was just that classic heel, you know, he, he that, that, that dirt bag. Uh, you know, he does so well. And this was just a fun match. Ultimo Dragon looked great. Uh, you know, he looked like the fire was back with him. You know, he's probably really excited about setting up this angle, you know, as they did at the end. And, uh, hey, welcome back, Ultimate Dragon, because uh, – Hey, he's having fun. They're putting out good, you know, good stuff out of here, and uh, it's it's serious business now. You know, with him uh, saying he's officially back with Dragon Gate, isn't that right, Ryan? Yeah, apparently, too. January twentieth, I think it is, is going to be a TP two thousand reunion show of all the Toramon students. I don't know if he'll show up for it, but not a lot of people know Kazuchika Okada was a Toramon student, Whoa. I believe. So maybe I was about to ask, what, what are, uh, who are some of the names uh, that, that kind of came out of there? Besides I mean, obviously... That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, obviously we have the, you know, you know a lot of the... Uh, a lot of the, the, the people that we saw in... in uh, the, the, the feud right now, Yasushi Kanda, guys like that. Yep. Um, but I mean, there was a, there was a lot of these people that, that, that came straight from this. Um, I'm trying to see if I can get a full, full on list here. Uh, I mean, Genki, obviously a sushi condo. There's guys like made in Tokyo Milano collection AP who don't work anymore. Rocky Romero wow. is a guy who was a young dragon cup winner. Um, Kazuchika Okada in 2005, Kota Abushi was a guy uh, one that's a little interesting to some of the people with the AEW ties in 2010 young dragon cup winner was on Helico. Um, wow. Uh, Susumi Yokosuka, obviously, as we talked about Taiji Shimori is a guy who was part of back in the day, Ryosuke Taguchi. There's a lot. I mean, there's a lot wow. of guys that were like first. So if if you go like he broke down a lot of the way he did this stuff into classes. There was four different classes if you really want to go through it. Um, the first class of graduates. Uh, there was five first term graduates: Shiba, Don Fuji, Dragon Kid, Made in Tokyo, and Sua, uh, Genki, Kanichiro Orai, Stalker Ichikawa, and Yasushi Kano were second terms. Uh, Susumi Yokosuka and uh, Morosugi Shimizu were third term. And then Ryoji Saito and Kita Temuaka were fourth term. We then go to the second class, 
We had Anthony W. Mori, who was freaking awesome. He was like an Italian gimmick kind of guy. If, if anyone, if you guys have seen back Japanese stuff, look at Anthony W. Mori. If you haven't seen him, he was really good. He was in the Magnum Tokyo, uh, Milano Collection AT type area. Uh, but once uh-huh. again, Anthony W. Mori rocked. Uh, Raimo Mishima, Naruki Toy, Taku Iwasawa uh, were fifth term, sixth term guys in that second class in Milano Collection AT. Kenya Oyanagi, um, a guy named Philip J. Fugumasa, who I don't know who that is. Uh, Taru was in there. Takuya Murakami was in there. Uh, seventh term, we saw Toru Owashi, who is in DDT. Toru Owashi, the guy who, um, he's the guy who, um, why can't you think of his name? Who's the dude with the glasses that I like so much? Uh, um, Tokyo! Um, well, I can't remember his name. He has the hair. He does the dance move. He has the red glasses. Oh, yeah, 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 yes. Um, darn it. Fuck. What is his name? Because, oh, know, my God. I can't think of He goes, Tokyo! I'll, I'll yep, yep. I'll get it right. The, the, like, it's not, a, it's not a giant thing, but the fact that I can't think of it is going to piss me off that I need to figure out exactly what – here we go. Let me pull Peter Pan results on my uh, <laughs> on my thing here. Uh, Kazuki Hirata. That, that's his name. God, I don't know why I yep. can't think of it. But uh, Toro Washi is the guy who Hirata wears the mask of when he was doing the uh, the Brass Knucks, uh Iron Metal Hope and Heavyweight Championship when he was mimicking him. So not a lot of people realize Toro Washi was trained by Ultimo Dragon. Um, Masami Yoshino was in that same class with Brother Yossi and uh, Takayugi Yaga uh, was in that class. Uh, the next term, guy who's in Wrestle 1 had a fantastic match that we actually, um, I, I did on the Twitch channel. Shuji Kondo um, was on there. Jun Ogawayuchi, Shogi Takagi, uh, Takuya Sugawara, who's been a great freelancer going on right now. Uh, Hisamaru Tajima, uh, Akihiko Inoue, who who was a nice freelancer. Ninth term, this is the Toroban X now. They they moved on. This is the third class. We wow. saw the two Brahmins in Michinoku Pro, Brahmin Shu and Kai. Taiji Shimori is part of it. Manabu Murakami, who's also Michinoku Pro. Same with Taro Noehashi, also Michinoku Pro. Uh, we saw Takeshi Minamino, uh, uh, Kenichi Sakai, Kajitora was one of the people in this group. Uh, Jumping Kid Okimoto, who's another Michinoku Pro, is also in this. I mean, there's a lot of all of people who graduated from this. Masahiro That's... Sakanashi. Wow. Um, he is the gentleman that we, we really like in Dragon or in DDT. Uh, uh, Naoki Tanazaki, who is not there. He's uh, Mr. QQ Man from Dragon Gate is in that. Uh, Sugi, uh, Sugi, who a lot of people really like. And then he had the fourth class, which was which didn't have as much. Um, to, to be 100% honest, this is where it kind of started going downhill. I look at the people in this fourth class, and I don't know a lot of these people. Passion Hagasawa was one. Um, I kind of go down once again. Obviously, Milano Collection AT, who I mentioned, was a 13th term member in the 13th class. Uh, Hercules oh, wow. Senga, who was a freelancer. Uh, Hajimi Ohara who's in Noah, who is a fantastic, fantastic worker. Uh, Daisuke uh, Hanaoka was in there, but ultimately 13th term, we saw Kazuchika Okada, who might be the greatest of, obviously, their whole whole class, but 
I mean, I, I'm just spelt names here, obviously, in the last, like, five minutes, but... Was he part of the last class then? Okay. He was like he was like the third to last person to graduate. He was so wow. there's three uh uh Toshia Matsuzaki, Daisuke Hanaoka, and Satoshi Kajihara Kajiwara were the only three on the thirteenth term or on the fourteenth term. Okada was the second to last in the thirteenth term. Okay. So he was like the fifth to the last person to graduate. And this was part of Toromon, Mexico too. So this is after he had went to Mexico on an excursion. This was, um, God, I mentioned this was 2010, um, wow. right near when he came back in 2012 to to New Japan. That, but, I mean, that's it, crazy. That's I, I had Helico, no idea. All of those wrestlers coming out of there. You look 20, 2010 on Helico with El Hijo del Fantasma. Won the Yamaha Cup, which is was was a tag thing. El Hijo del Fantasma was um, uh, King Cuerno in, in Lucha Underground. For those that don't know that, and then 2012 on Helico went with Ultimo Dragon. So there's a lot of really big names that came out of this thing. Oh, for sure. I mean, that's that's a pretty much a murderer's road Japanese wrestling of you know over the last decade and a half. How uh, so? So when did these uh, when did these start the Toramon, uh, you know, kind of uh, groups here? So so Toramon started their main operation um, 1997 in Mexico, um, middle of May. But then it started at the end of July, going into February 1999 in Japan, and this lasted till the Fourth of July of 20 or 2004 when it really got defunct with the Toromon Mexico. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, the logo was literally Ultimo's logo on his mask and it said Ultimo Dragon Gym. And he oh, ran a lot of this Toromon stuff too. Um, different cups and such, like I said, until 2012. So he, so he tried to keep it going, but it just, everything, when, when all of the guys like Shima and company left, it, it just changed the whole game. Okay. So what? Um, so were these kind of uh, some tapes that you were kind of getting your hands on during that time, ninety nine yep. to two thousand? Okay. Yep, Young Dragons Cup was kind of their version of the Young Lions Cup, Young which Lions. we just saw. I think it was Clark, Clark Connors won um, in New Japan, but this started in nineteen ninety seven. Magnum Tokyo won the thing. Ninety eight was Genki. This is Shikanda ninety nine Milano Collection in two thousand. Toro Watch wow. from Dragon Gate in two thousand one. Ishimori won it in 2002, um, Romero in 2004, Kota Ibushi won it in 2006, and Okada won it in 05. So this was, I mean, like if you think about this, Kota Ibushi won this won this thing, Okada, Romero, which then the last one they did was 2010 when Angelico, who's now All Elite, uh, mm-hmm. won this thing. So I mean, Ultimate Dragon has has a lineage of just people's train and everything. And a lot of people yeah. think Okada is going to show up for this, this show at the end of January that, and he's running this Toromon like reunion show. I mean, he's got the clout to do it. I mean, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. And I don't think anyone's going to fight if you're in new Japan. I mean, yeah. if you look at Ultimo dragon, he is a former IWGP junior heavyweight champion. So, I mean, the guy has done business with the company before. I mean, if you're, if you're getting Tanahashi and, and, you know, Miyahara in the ring together for, tribute show I think can get Okada to kind of do tribute to, to kind of the, the Toromon Academy wouldn't you think? Yeah 
And, yeah, and, and I mean, you have Ishimori, Romero, Kota Ibushi. You have enough guys yeah. that he can work someone from New Japan where mm-hmm. it wouldn't even matter. So I, I think it'll happen. I hope it happens. But going back to where we got to on this platform, um, you know, we get these this this group of Tormund guys <laughs> taking on Real Extreme Diffusion, which makes me so excited. I think this is going to be fantastic. God, this is going to be fun. I cannot wait for Gate of Destiny, November 4th. Uh, speaking of Gate of Destiny, I went four and a half on this main event, Alex. Woo! Ben Kane defeats Masaki Mochizuki. This match freaking rocked. Rocks, uh, ben yes. Kane, they did so many great little things to continue to build the match. Mochizuki continuously working the left arm of Ben K. Yes. Finally, yes. they start picking it up where they have a, a double... Double shot across the ring. Ben K goes for a spear. Mochizuki kicks him in the face. Hits like four kicks to the head. Ben K kicks out. Gets him somehow in a Ben K bomb. Lands a Ben K bomb. Mm-hmm. Mochizuki open hand slaps him before the wrestling counts. They go back and forth. And then it becomes a matter of Ben K is just the younger to the older, almost 50-year-old Mochizuki who just ran out of steam and could not fatigue handle him and he tried to fight back and I love I love I love I love that the finish that was awesome. going, all right old man you're not hurting me and I'm not gonna put up with this crap anymore and Mochizuki's like screw you kid and he throws a form and Ben K just shakes his head and goes nah grabs his head and headbutts him and it looked yep. like uh, Mochizuki was like having like a stroke because the cell <laughs> job was one of the best cell jobs I've ever seen in my life. And Ben K pins him with just straight two hands on the chest like yep. he's playing WrestleFest in the arcade. Gets a three <laughs> count. Ben K gets the W. This match rocked. What do you think, Alex? Uh, you, you, you said it the probably the best way, you know, man, imaginable there, but uh no, this was just a, a great match. I mean, Mochi, uh, Mokazuki essentially uh, was was leading this match well, and but Ben K was was a quick learner, and and I thought this was the best Ben K performance to date, especially as champion here. Um, you know, he he just looked like he got it, and 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 Mochizuki was was such a good uh, partner to have, you know, to to kind of have that veteran there, but. Um, that headbutt, I mean, it, what's great is it, it was a bookend, Ryan. Like, in the beginning, like, Ben K hits him with a headbutt, you know, and, and, and Mokuzuki goes down, gets back right up. But, you know, of course, at the end of the match, he doesn't get up this time, and it was just, you know, amazing. Ben K hitting, you know, Death Valley drivers and, you know, just still kind of reaching for that arm throughout the, you know, throughout the uh, the match, you know, since that was a big target from the opponents, you know, but, but all the different submissions, the arm bars, the triangle, you know, was just amazing. But the strength, you know, of, of Ben K, he uh, really, really shined in this match. And, and, you know, again, I, I, I joke about the Roman Reigns, you know, kind of uh, parallels, you know, and it, to be honest, they're, they're kind of fair assumptions, but, but I think Ben K is uh, getting a, a good backing from the crowd as well as, as well as uh, improving, I would say, in the ring. Yeah, this this rock. Ben Kay continues to take the strides that we all want him to do because we know how good he is. Um, we then see Masato Yoshino come out, call him out. 
we now know the main event of Gated Destiny on November 4th is going to be Ben K. Masada Yoshino. Sign me up. It's going to rock. I cannot wait for it. They just keep knocking the doors down. Dragon Gate's going, hold my beer. I got some shit for your ass. <laughs> These, this show is fantastic. I, it, was, it was so and, – and what was so good about it, Alex, was it was so basic. And that's yes. what I think made the show so good. They didn't, they didn't, excuse me, they didn't get out of their lane. They stayed in their lane, did exactly what they needed to do with each match, threw some storylines in that nobody expected. Fantastic. Kudos, kudos, kudos. Yeah, uh, Dragon Gate definitely becoming one of the uh, one of the brands that uh, I'm I'm just all in now. I mean, I, I can't wait to see how the rest of the year kind of takes shape for uh, for for a lot of these a uh, lot of these guys. Red Benke, um, Shun Skywalker, you know, again taking uh, taking a lot of L's as of late. So to kind of see where where he ends up, uh, you know, to kind of close out 2019. But uh, hoping big. Uh, Big ups from him uh, into the uh, new year. Oh, oh, excuse me. Sorry, I'm, 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 I'm fighting here. Come on, Mister Alexander. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I still got a, uh, I got five what time hours. Times your there. No, um, we leave in three and a half hours to the airport. Jeez, wow. Yeah, I know. I still want to watch American Horror Story and the challenge from tonight. Um, so I can make sure I have those done. I downloaded as a rental John Wick 3 and the first yep. episode of The Walking Dead Season 10. So it, it equals to three hours and 10 minutes, and my flight is three hours and 20 minutes. So if I don't fall asleep, I have stuff to watch at least, which is really nice. Oh, my God. Are you taking a nap when you land? Uh, no. I, what I want to do is go get a 100-milliliter thing of beer at Top Golf and go play – Go hit golf balls from ten to twelve, and then at twelve go get some lunch, and then get back to the hotel around two. Gamble from two to three, and then at three check in, sleep for two hours, and then go watch the Patriots Giants because I play Elijah in fantasy football this week. And being that I have three of the top wider, well, I actually have five of the top like ten wide receivers in all of fantasy football. I'm hoping Julian Edelman leads me to more dominance uh, against the New York Giants, which I do have two trades lined up here, Alex. I just got to figure out what's going on, but uh, the rich will be getting richer. It's the best way I can describe <laughs> what uh, what daddy's 5-0 and fantasy football team is. Because as much as I enjoy having Carson Wentz on my team, I have a, a opportunity where I might be trading for Lamar Jackson or Dak Prescott, who are both in the top five for quarterbacks. Because Carson wow. Wentz there ain't cutting it right now. But I'm not trading Carson Wentz in the deal because he will cut it when his players get healthy. But I mean dude, I mean look at look at my team, not to turn into fantasy football. But I'm running Todd Gurley, Le'Veon Bellett running back. My wide receivers are Chris Godwin, who's the number one in fantasy. Cooper Cup, who's number three, and Julian Edelman, who's number 10. On my bench, I have Michael Gallup, and I have Terry McLaurin, who are both in the top 20. I also have Philip Lindsay, and I made two key waiver wire moves that I don't think anybody else is going to make, where I'm going to add myself a top 10 tight end to back up Travis Kelsey, who's my starting tight end. I will be going 14-0 this year. I will be winning the championship. I will be your first 
three times fantasy football Minnesota Geekball champion, Alex. I am proclaiming this now. I am LeVar Balling speaking this into existence. And if you try to make any claims to move my players from getting to my team, Alex Mello, if you would please stay in your lane. I I really hope uh, Jen is the Nationals to your uh, to your team. Well, it, I mean that it, well, Elijah's sports. There's no way in hell I'm going to uh, make any claim. Ever since I haven't been to the drafts, I've just sucked. <laughs> well, at least you're not Demetrius, who uh, you play this week. So, but I beat Jen pretty handily for my only victory, and if that's it, <laughs> I'll be happy. Hey, Jen. Oh, blowy. So we better fight and figure that one out. <laughs> <laughs> if I beat Elijah, I move to 6-0. Oh. Wow, um, you were dominating your uh, your man bear pig north, 5-0, oh, 2-3, 0-5 oh, for Demtris. Uh, Kyle, wow, he's undefeated. And here's uh, the kicker. Elijah. If Kyle beats Garino... And I managed to somehow beat Elijah because Elijah scares the shit out of me. Me and Kyle play next week, and we're both six and zero. So what? Yeah, I think what Elijah beat me one hundred and ten uh, points. I want to say. Well, I remember, remember last week I was beating Demetrius ninety-five to two. Yeah. <laughs> Which was uh, pretty awesome, but you know, once again, I give kudos to Elijah. He he drafted his team. He also drafted without help Kyle's team. Elijah's technically nine and one if you want to look at that. So he scares the hell yeah. out of me coming again. God, he uh, has Christian McCaffrey, Kamora, Wilson. Who's number one, by the way. Yeah. But which is how crazy is that? Out. It's crazy to think how Wilson already has a Super Bowl, but could possibly be entering his prime now. Yeah. Dude, it's it's good, man. It's interesting, man. I'm excited. There's this this is gonna be fun, and I think it's is one of those things MVP so far. If you don't give it to Wilson or Patty Mahomes, I think yes, it's Christian McCaffrey. But I think Wilson and Mahomes are your one and two. Even after the loss, Mahomes had. Yeah, because if you still look at his stats, I mean they're Whoa, just ridiculous. True. And that was that the whole team is ridiculous. He didn't play good. Like, yeah. Play bad. Yeah. When your backup backup is, uh, you know, your top five receiver in the league, you're like, oh. Oh, yeah, Demarcus <laughs> Robinson. Uh, I have him on my team, too. No big deal. I have everybody. I got Philip Lindsay just hanging out on my Yeah, bench. my cousin wants it next, next year because he looked at, like, all the free agents in, like, week two or three. And he like I put he put like twelve people on my watch list. I just forgot like on the waiver because he was like, "You need Robinson, you need him." He was like, "I want in this league, I would dominate." And he does really well in his like seventeen leagues, so uh, he could take my spot next year. Damn. Well, first we want to have you at the draft, and and that's more important than giving your spot away because we just want Alex at the draft. Um, I also. Have uh, have made an executive decision that next year, um, my my assistant manager who should have been in this league will be taking Demetrius's team. He does not know this yet. Um, Demetrius will be the uh, invited to the draft, and he will be sticker bitch next year. 
Um, that way, yeah, that's gonna reason. go. Up. That's gonna go really well. Way to go! <laughs> Look, he wants the camaraderie Jeez. of the group, but when he's playing Antonio Brown, when he's not even on a team, he doesn't need to be playing fantasy football with us. I don't need Kyle getting a free victory because he doesn't. I I tried to update his team for him. Damn it! I was like, look, this is what you need to do. <laughs> <laughs> um, yikes! Yikes! Um, I I did want to mention this. We don't have this on the run sheet, but New Japan announced the eight teams for the Super Junior Tag League. Yeah, did you see this? Um, I did. Some fun normals as we expected. Rapungi 3K will be in the Super Junior Tag League this year. Uh, Yoshinobu Kanemaru and El Desperado will be in it as well. The Birds of Prey, who, my God, might be a tag team and single wrestler of the year in the same time because of how great they are, will be in this. We also see Taiji Shimori and El Fantasmo. Rocky Romero will be tagging with Ryusuke Taguchi. Volador Jr. and Titan, Tiger Mask and Yuya Yamura, along with TJP and Clark Connors. A lot of fun in this uh, this year's tournament, though, Alex. I'm excited for this. I, I'm intrigued by Tiger Mask and Yuya uh, Yamura, to be honest with you. Um, Clark Connors and TJP, again, Clark Connors, like you said, winning the, uh, what was it, the uh, Young Lion Cup there. So, um I, you know, they're, they're going to try to push this guy. So, you know, it'll be interesting to kind of see him, uh, you know, in this tournament here. Uh, but, I mean, Taguchi and Romero, that's a pretty damn interesting team there, especially after coming off of, you know, the uh, the best of the Super Juniors, both of them having uh, some really, really great matches, especially Rocky Romero, uh, you know, after uh, being off a couple of years. But, yeah, some pretty interesting interesting teams. Birds of Prey, uh Wow. I mean, they, they have to be the early on favorites, right? Yeah, I think so. What I think is really interesting, too, is uh, two two things here. No Bushi or LIJ in this tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, Hiromu and Bushi in 2017 made it to the semis. Bushi and Shingo made it to the finals last year. Um, with Hiromu gone, Shingo moving to heavyweight, there wasn't anyone for Bushi to tag with. So that was a little interesting. I don't know what they're going to do with Bushi. Um but that kind of piggybacking, back, which is nice. piggybacking off of what we said before, there is zero participants from Ring of Honor in this tournament, Alex. Ooh. Dun, dun, dun. Yep, which kind of alludes even more that this ROH uh, team. We're trying to get that stink off. Um, do you <laughs> think uh, they're going to forge a partnership with NWA before uh, Ring of Honor again? I, I think when it's all said and done, AEW and New Japan want to working together. I think is that just the what... biggest conglomerate? If they want to take over pro wrestling, is that what they have to do to yeah. really compete with WWE? Is that what they, they have to I do? I think they both know it. Like I think they know that that's the, the number one move. I think they're just trying to wash off the, you know, it's it's like a broken up couple who had been together for 10 years. And they know they're going to end up together, even though they broke up. They're just waiting for the other one to have enough balls to initiate the conversation to get back together. I think that's where they're at. Man, come on, Abushi. Get on it. <laughs> um, King of Pro Wrestling, though, will be on Monday morning here, coming up in just a, in just a couple of days. This yes. card 
holy hell, nine matches on the show, and we have five ultimate main event type matches on the show. Oh, God, yeah. Breaking this down, opening match, Ryosuke Taguchi will be tagging with Rapungi 3K to take on the returning and making me so happy, El Desperado, Yoshinobu Kanemaru, and Doki. We then get on the Hiroshi Tanahashi 20th anniversary tour. His third match on the tour, I think in his third or fourth match, will be tagging with Tomoaki Honma to take on Togi Makabe and Toru Yano. Uh, we then see Tetsuya Naito, Shingo Takagi, and Bushi taking on Zack Sabre Jr., Lance Archer, and Taiki, which should lead to more of the VSJ Naito um, getting into the double title match feud for Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, Hiroki Koto, Tomohiro Ishii and Yoshihashi taking on Jay White, Kenta, and Yujiro Takahashi. But then we get Jushin Thunder Liger versus Minoru Suzuki. Will Ospreay defending the Junior Heavyweight Championship against El Phantasmo. John Moxley defending the U.S. Heavyweight Championship in a no DQ match against Juice yeah. Robinson. Kota Ibushi defending the 2019 G1 Climax briefcase against Evil. And the IWGP Heavyweight Championship is on the line between Kazuchika Okada defending against Sonata. This show, on paper, match of the like this is show of the year. Um, thoughts going into King of Pro Wrestling next week? I mean, my God, from from Liger Minoru Suzuki, which I mean, he's not really Jushin Thunder Liger, which you'll have to explain here in a second. But you know, like you said, of five big, you know main event type matches here my only question though is is it just a bummer that we know it's so obvious who's going to win those final three matches yep i i nothing's gonna change with any of those but it's just the quality i mean so does that you know kind of take a little you know air out of the sale then or i mean we're we're just gonna get great wrestling just freaking enjoy it yeah, I think that's kind of the step. Let's just enjoy what we're gonna have, um, and and let's just let's just write it out. Also, uh, a little interesting tidbit: uh, Sonata uh, re-signing with New Japan Pro Wrestling uh, a little before King of Pro Wrestling uh, this uh, upcoming Monday. But uh, you know, on uh, mandatory dot com, of course, aka WrestleZone, uh, a quote from him, uh, him saying, "Do you all like Sonata?" As he is asking, uh, you know, the crowd at the uh, the recent events here at Perukin. Um, recently, I've been hearing Sonata chants all across Japan and abroad. People have been chanting for Okada too, but I think the time has come for people to see a new Japan with Sonata as the focal point. Don't you? Right now, New Japan doesn't want Okada or Naito or Tanahashi. Not Evil or Ibushi either. From now on, I, Sonata, will carry New Japan Pro Wrestling and all of wrestling on my shoulders. Thoughts on that statement for the challenger to Kazuchika Okada's IWGP Heavyweight Championship. I don't think there's any way that Okada loses that title if it's not to Tetsuya Naito at Wrestle Kingdom. Well, what are your thoughts just saying, hey, they don't want Naito. They don't want evil, you know, calling out his LIJ brethren. I don't know. I think it's just people just writing things. I mean, I, I mean, you got to try to get some some 
some intrigue somewhere, right? He's feeling confident. He's feeling himself. So, you know, not, nothing wrong with that. It's just, like I said, it's a bummer that they're doing this match yet again. And what is this, their fourth meeting, you know, yeah, this calendar this year? year? probably. Like, yeah. my thing is, why not wait? Give Sonata that moment. Because the next time he gets his title shot a year and a half from now, you know, we're going to be like, all right, there's no chance unless he's on, you know, a really, really, really hot streak. Evil and Abushi, very interesting. Two different styles. Uh, Abushi, watch your neck as Evil swings for the fences. Uh, does El Fantasmo get the title away, uh, title away from Osprey? No. No, I don't think so at all. So Osprey keeps the momentum. So explain Minoru Suzuki. Uh, a few things we have to talk about here. Uh, we'll talk in ring first. Of course, he's been, uh, you know, going for that mask. Hell, even unmasking Jushin Thunder Liger there. Um, you know, and just saying, hey, I want you in a match. I want you gone, even though he's already gone. But what's been happening over the last couple of Road 2 shows there? Because uh, Jushin Thunder Liger isn't who he always has been. Yeah, he um, he got into it with uh, Minoru Suzuki at the, the last Destruction show, and the mask got ripped off, and, and he ended up being Kishin Liger, and he had the mask, the, the full face being on, and he basically said, I'm going to kill Minoru Suzuki. He put him in the corner. He ran with a spike, and uh, if Suzuki didn't move, he would have stabbed him through the skull as his spike wow. got stuck in the table because he couldn't even pull it back out. He jammed it so hard into it. So I don't know what we're going to get King of Pro Wrestling on Monday, if we're going to get Jushin Thunder Liger, if we're going to get Kishin Liger, but this match is going to be tremendous. And it's probably the farewell to Minoru Suzuki, who's rumored to head back to Noah. He's not been happy with his role in the company, whether the G1 was them not booking him or it was, you know, he really didn't want to do it doesn't matter he's not pleased and it sounds like if it wasn't for the Liger feud he would be gone wow I mean to me it's it, it's still crazy but but I kind of get where where he's kind of going there but I mean him to Noah I know that makes you excited it's just a bummer it's hard to kind of find their shows you know with the lack of a streaming service yeah. there but uh which makes you know warrior wrestling coming up in December uh, you know, even even more special to try to get to there. But, um, I mean, so explain this Liger, uh, you know, re- incarnation here. Because at first, I swear, I thought this was New Japan's version of uh, the Kiss Demon. So, he did this back in 1996, I believe it was, against the great Muda, where Muda ripped his mask off and he was fully face painted and he spit red mist like it was blood and basically turned into a, you could almost call it demon liger. And he just, he became sadistic. Um, there was no F given and he snaps and basically just becomes a murderer. We saw it two years ago at the best of super juniors against El Desperado in the finals when he got his mask ripped off in that match. It was his only one of the tournament, and he turned into Keishan Liger and murdered El Desperado. Wow. I gotta I'm find just, that. I'm really curious to see what happens with Minoru Suzuki, but I think it'll be something good, because it sounds like those two are booking the angle, so. Nice, nice. Uh, to me, that's probably uh, 
probably the match I'm looking forward to the most, and 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 they have some pretty pretty nice heavy hitters. But that's one where I honestly don't know where it's going to go. I mean, obviously, with like you said, with the, uh, the rumor of Suzuki looking to, to head to Noe here, obviously it takes the uh, the L there, you know, and just out of respect to Liger, I would assume. But uh, still, it's going to be interesting, you know, kind of the different uh, faces of Liger, which. Uh, so Black Liger is totally different than, than this version? Yep, that's just the heel leader of control terrorism unit. That's crazy. So many variations. I love it. <laughs> I, I wish there was like a Liger anthology. I, I, I know uh, Voices of, of Wrestling have you know been doing their uh, Liger farewell, uh, farewell articles. So yeah, um, good some pretty, uh, pretty good stuff there. So uh, but yeah, uh, this is going to be a hell of a show. Cannot wait to watch this Monday. So uh, definitely will be on my radar when I am off because uh, uh, I'm, I'm just going to watch this uh, this great show. <laughs> it's going to be tremendous. Well, you're probably um, just getting in from the uh, casinos there. Yeah, it will be perfect because I think it'll start at about midnight uh, my time. So I can go gamble Sunday night and then... Uh, head back to a random pub in a hotel with my laptop, plug it in, mm. and just uh, get drink after drink while watching wrestling after wrestling. Nice. I am excited. <laughs> um, that was Dragon Gate. That was New Japan. We kind of briefly touched on the Kento Miyahara and Alien Amora match, which, you know, it, it has been so long about, and I had already talked about it last week, um, I don't think there's a lot to kind of mention about it. Um, Jake Lee did win the tournament. He has the match at the end of this month at Cork and yep. Hall against uh, Kento Mihara, which essentially is the last chance, in my opinion, for Jake Lee. So we'll get to that as we get closer to the All Japan show. Uh, Does he close the year beating Kento Mihara? I think it's still going to be... To make it an I'm ultimate going... comeback? January 3rd, Korokan Hall, All Japan, uh, Kento Miyahara will lose to Naomi Nomura at that show, the day before Wrestle Kingdom. That is my prediction. That is what I will that, say. That'll, that'll create some buzz, that's for sure. Um, anything else you want to run through here? I, I um, Otherwise, I'm, I'm probably pretty good. I think we had a great show. I think we had some fun. I should probably pack my suitcase because I haven't done that yet, and I leave in three hours to the airport. Wow. Yeah, you should probably do that. This was a great, um, I think, my first in a in a long time, if not the very first Puro show I've done in, in a while. Yeah, yeah, it was so nice. Very, very it, good. It made it better than me rambling for a half an hour, and they go, all right, I'm leaving, guys. Bye. Um, <laughs> so that was fantastic. It was great having you on. I was great rocking. We got the two shows out this week, like you said. Um, yes, yes. We got a lot of good content. Got some AEW to watch. Show. Yes, AEW NXT from tonight. Uh, Raw, shout out to Raw doing a 1.65 rating for Monday. You guys are wow. fucking trash. <laughs> Doesn't bother me whatsoever. Wait, um, so AEW tied them is what you're saying? They it was dropped pretty that low. It was pretty wow. close, yeah. This is going to be interesting. <laughs> so we'll we'll be back next week, King of Pro Wrestling. Um, Wednesday Night War Recap, we'll talk that as well. Um, yep. We should have more forming with uh, Gate of Destiny, DDT's, DDT, 
it sounds like tomorrow they're going to be releasing the entire card for their ultimate party. Um, I kind of went over it last week when I did my little quick 25 minute show at the end of the week, but we will preview that next week. So Alex can give you his thoughts as well. A lot of interesting coming up here, uh, especially on the Puro side, which is what we care about. So thank you all for listening. Alex, thank you for staying up late night with me. I'm glad we got to do this. I wasn't yes, going to yes. do this. I was so damn pissed off, but damn it, I'm glad I did. Um, and you can still suck my ass for it on the Dodgers, but that's okay. So love. I appreciate it. <laughs> we'll talk again soon. Thank you for listening. Once again, guys, bomb for glory. Um, if everything goes through on this email, we will be there. So if you're, uh, if you're listening and we're there, come say hi. I'll buy you a beer. Peace out. <laughs>